This week on Catalyst Fish, musician Alex White stops by to talk about rock and roll, baby. Welcome to our after show. We call Kettle a Fish. The No Politics Master Show. It's time for Kettle a Fish. No debate, hate, or argument allowed on Kettle a Fish. It's like a Willy Wonka psychedelic acid trip. So hooray for Kettle a Fish. All righty. Welcome to Kettle a Fish, the show after the show. Uh, Is that the first time you've heard that, Odell? Yes. My little jingle. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> All right. This is the show after the show, the talk after the talk, the 20-minute musical money shot after the two hours, or today, I guess, one-hour political foreplay. We've got Odell with us today, my partner in crime on musical osmosis, because we've got a musical guest today. Dwayne is out in the wilderness hunting, probably hunting from his truck, is what Dwayne says he does. Probably. He doesn't even get out. Um, Fern is still on the line. MD, are you guys ready yep. to get fishy today? Yep. Ready to get right, fishy. Who do we have on today, D? Today we have from White Mystery, Miss Alex White. And I apologize for the doggy in the background, goodness gracious, but it is National Adoption Week, so go adopt a puppy. And I apologize for or- my raspy B. Arthur voice. But at least it's not my like puberty Peter Brady voice I had Friday on the show. I'm slowly <laughs> coming out of this funk of this sickness that I've had. All right, let me get Alex in here. She's been waiting patiently. Alex, what's up? Howdy doodly. What is shaking? So I want to start off with this. Full disclosure, you guys, White Mystery just kind of popped up on my radar a couple months ago. And I got to say, like, your band is so good. It's one of those bands you hear and you realize has been around for years, and then you're pissed off you haven't been listening to them for seven or eight years. And that's how I felt when I checked out. I was like, fuck, man, I haven't been listening to these guys for years. Like, I almost feel I've cheated myself out of all this time. But you guys are really awesome, man. I really like the sound you guys have. Yeah, it's cool. Thank you. So, Odell, I got you on the line here, too, because we have, we've got the Orwells coming on Wednesday, and last Wednesday yeah. we had Larry from Pegboy, or two Wednesdays ago, rather. These are all Chicago bands. Every time we talk to somebody from Chicago, I like to talk about the Chicago sound. It seems like that city, like D.C. and Chicago seem like two cities that have their own. You can always nail that a band is from Chicago, D.C. They just have that sound. What do you think it is about Chicago that gives those bands such a raw, pure sound? Talking to me? No, I was talking to Alex. Well, I'm born and raised in the city of Chicago. I'm, I'm here on the north side. Went to Chicago public schools my whole life. And one thing that you really notice when, when you grow up here is, is the rhythm and the sound of the city itself. So what that means is that industrial metallic clang of the L train that reverberates throughout, you know, Six million people's heads, basically, and that very, very almost um, indiscriminable din of electricity that's pulsing through the city and telephone lines, and it creates a rhythm and an overarching clang that influences a lot of music, like Pegboy you just mentioned, which is awesome, you know, Naked Ray Gun. Punk yes. rock. When 
when punk was happening here in Chicago, we weren't getting the same love as New York and L.A., you know, for, like, the Ramones right. and New York Dolls and that kind of thing. The dudes here were a lot more blue-collar, a lot more Midwest, and a lot more under the radar, like you just said, you hadn't heard of White Mystery before. And I've been playing music for 15 years and toured worldwide, released a dozen albums on... We played with Sir Richard Branson. I'm sure you saw that on that yeah, great that's... float. Um, but, you know, like we're we're an underground rock and roll band, and there's a lot of that here. Some of it is able to penetrate the city limits and go abroad, like White Mystery is going on tour to Japan this Wednesday, which I'm very, very excited about. And, of course, the Orwells have been on Mutterman twice. So yeah. you get different results. Um, from these ingredients that shape our culture and our music here, which, of course, you know, we had the history here, as well as that industrial feel. We had Chess Records, where Aretha Franklin and the Rolling Stones recorded, and the blues went electric up here almost a century, you know, ago soon. So it's it's a very cool place to be. And it breeds a very hardy people who can withstand the winter, um, which gets <laughs> oh, brutal. Yeah. And and mm-hmm. as I say, it clears out the nerds once a year, like people who can't hang. Um, and, uh, yeah, have you ever been here? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I make it out there oh, once yeah. a year because our um, kid's grandmother lives right across the border in Indiana. We always, in fact, me and Odell, mm-hmm. I was out there for your bachelor party, and I told you, I was like, wow, yeah, you can feel right. this city kind of resonating through you. And I had been years and years ago, but now I go a lot more often. I love Chicago. Yeah, I cool. Think, I love it. Yeah, I think the last time mm-hmm. I was out there was um, New Year's Eve of oh, wait, going into 09, if I'm not mistaken. We went out, actually, to see Hum. They, um, they did like a series of shows at the Double Door, and um, and at that time, I mean, they play a little more frequently now. Like like I saw them a uh, couple months ago with Failure, but you know, at that time, it was like, what? Hum's playing? Where are they playing? And and we literally flew went to Chicago to to, to check that out. And speaking of the winter, yeah, cool. that was crazy <laughs> cold. It was ridiculously cold. Yeah, man, Eve, dude. That's yeah. the real. That's when it really is popping off, and. uh Actually, White Mystery is playing the Double Door for uh, New Year's Eve this year. Nice. Wow. Nice. Yeah, great venue. It's a place where, like, the Rolling Stones would play their secret small club show that they do once a tour. So that's mm-hmm. kind of a cool claim to fame. And actually, the the new Spike Lee movie, Chirac, filmed some scenes there as well. Okay. Very nice. You know, um, mm-hmm. I was watching, I saw you guys had a promotional thing you did with Levi, and I'm seeing that you guys are getting this mainstream success here and there, but you're a very underground, do-it-yourself, DIY type of man. Do you think there's any, mm-hmm. and excuse my voice, I'm sick today, but do you think there's any kind of Aww. amount or level of mainstream success that would have a negative impact on your music? Are you fighting mainstream success, or are you like kind of welcome open arms to it? Well, the, the the way that we structure the band, you know, it's, it's my brother Francis and me. So we've got the sibling connection. And when we started White Mystery on April 20th, 2008, day that we'll never forget, 
um, we we came up with a, a system of kind of self-discipline for ourselves that would help guide us on this 10-year experiment with each other called White Mystery, also known as a rock band to other people. But for us, you know, it's an exercise in discipline. So basically, we decided that in this period of time, we would not play in any other bands. We would stick together so that our focus could be just like laser you know, concentrated on white mystery because we had both been in multiple bands before. I was in a band called Hot Machines. We're in skate videos. He was in a band called The Nuke Mutes, et cetera, et cetera. So they were like, okay, let's see what happens if we just dedicate ourselves to this band. The second thing was that um, we would not move away from each other as many band mates do, believe it or not. Someone's like, you know, you're going on tour 80% of the year. You meet someone really cute in San Francisco, and you're like, all right, guys, you know, I'll fly in for practice. Like, I'm, I'm moving to San Francisco. And we we decided that no matter what, we, we would stick together uh, here in Chicago um, throughout that 10-year that experiment or project. And the next thing was that we wouldn't have kids and get married during this period of time. Um, so that uh, we wouldn't allow love to um, turn our brains into mush when we really need wow. them to stay sharp. Uh, that's, that's dedication um, right there. Right on. <laughs> yeah. And I'm 30, and I'm like, did I make the right decision? But I think I'll be okay. And so basically, like, this this is the long answer to your question about, like, underground, mainstream success, et cetera, et cetera. One of the other things that we decided was that we wanted to remain as independent as possible during this period of time. So what that basically means is that, you know, we get a lot of different offers for stuff. And if someone says, I want to um, represent your band exclusively for two years, and you say, okay, well, you know, what kind of goal setting or whatever do you want to do in that period of time or or what would the financial goal, like if you're a licensing guy, be for that period of time? They say, oh, well, I can't make any kind of promise like that. To which we reply, well, why would we promise our lives to you for that period of time? So it's like when the decision comes down to um, sacrificing our independence, we, we refuse it. But in the case of Levi's Jeans, which hooked us up with a modeling contract, um, where we were on billboards and uh, commercials and in full-page Rolling Stone magazine inserts and that kind of thing, they weren't asking us to, like, not wear other clothes for a year. That that wasn't even that wasn't even mentioned. You know what I mean? They just knew right. that White Mystery was the right fit for their brand. We're all American, and we already wear Levi's. And as we said at the time, we already drank the Kool-Aid. You know what I mean? Like, you see, if you go to the White Mystery Instagram or Facebook, you see pictures of Francis and me together as four- and five-year-olds wearing Levi's jackets. So that just kind of worked. Um, but there's plenty of things that we um, have turned down because it wasn't the right fit for our, you know, brand-slash-band-slash-cultural identity. Well, you started well, a label too, right? Just because of that, as well, right? Yeah. Was that one of the things that you? I know, I know, in your music, you're pretty honest about how you guys feel about the 
industry of, of sorts, and I know I, I read that you guys uh, or you you had started a label. Is, is that still going on, or is that a one-time? Yeah. Or? Well, I started a record label when I was 17 years old here in okay. Chicago, and um, that was 13 years ago in 2002. So, you know, the internet was still kind of popping off and an exciting phenomenon. And we were able to make a one-page Angel Fire website uh-huh. with a PayPal Angel button Fire. so people could order our record. And um, it was called Missile X Records. We released several uh, vinyl 7-inch records, like, you know, like little 45s. Mm-hmm. And, uh, once, uh, and then I actually went on to go to business school at DePaul University. So I considered art school, but... With the label going, my my intrigue was there on on how to grow it. Um, So I I went to an entrepreneurship program at DePaul, uh, which was a great experience for me. Yeah. And um, basically, you know, once White Mystery started uh, kicking off in, in 2008, it was my opportunity to learn how to really do the label um, at scale with full-length records where, you know, you do a 45, it, at that time it might cost 700 bucks to put, like, 500 records out. You know what I mean? And you can go to mm-hmm. Kinko's and you could do your punk rock black and white covers. You fold them in half with all your friends around the dining room table, that kind of thing. When it comes to the full-length album, that was such a huge milestone for us, for White Mystery to release its first album, which is a, a very expensive, very work-intensive endeavor that you don't want to screw up because you have so much of your capital at stake. Um, so you can imagine our disappointment when we, like, found a typo on the back of our, you know, first album. We're like, oh, we did it. We oh, totally man. screwed up. But you can't let that um, ruin your day. And apologies to Devin Davis, who is credited as, Devis Davis on the back of that. But um, basically, yes, the the label's still going, and what it does is release a new White Mystery record every single year since 2009 on April 20th, which is our band anniversary. So That's cool. That is really cool. Well, I want to get back to... I want to get back to um, you and your brother real quick. Because I feel like that's mm-hmm. what makes your band special is that connection you guys have. And I mm-hmm. really, the thing that caught me was, like, I don't notice there's no bass in this. I don't even really even notice listening. It's a two-piece. And I was just wondering, mm-hmm. after you guys play together for 10 years, if Francis says, mm-hmm. I'm not going to do music anymore for some reason, would you be able to go back into a conventional four- or five-piece band without your brother? Or do you think, okay, well, then it's time for me to find something else to get creative in? You know, and that's such a great question because it's something that we've discussed, um, especially with this handshake deal that we made uh, coming up for renegotiation in 2018, um, which is coming up fast. Back when we were like 22 and 20, we didn't realize how quickly 10 years would go by. Right. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, it's like, oh, it's really flying by. I better do something. But, um you know, the connection with Francis, who is actually at a turkey farm right now, 
which is why he can't join us um, nice. in Southern Illinois. Excuse, I haven't heard from someone not <laughs> um, joining us. That's perfect. He's, he's such a magical guy. Um, he's totally like the yin to my yang, where he is. He's so chill. He's so even keel. He's so um, sensitive. Um, where I'm a little more of the type A personality. Um, you know, like I wake up at seven in the morning, answer our emails all day, go run and bench press, run some more, come home and like work until two in the morning if I'm not on tour. You know what I mean? Just like kind of thing. And he's more of the like, hey, you know, just chill out. If you don't want to answer your email, just don't do it. I'm like, what? But um, (laughs) he's a great guy. And having been, I I had toured Europe and, and other bands before and released albums with other Groups where one was called Miss Alex White, it was named after me, and I had a backing band. Um, we had done even some nationwide um, licensing to commercials and stuff when I was in my super early 20s, which is wow. what helped me go full time with music. Um, <laughs> when I graduated from DePaul, I worked at a, um, I was an operations manager at a button company, like a promotional tin badge company here in Chicago. And when that old band got a licensing deal that was um, more than what I made in my salary for like a pretty decent middle-class business job, I was like, okay, this is like the serendipitous sign from God that I should be playing music full-time. You know what I mean? It's like, Mm -hmm. okay, it's been validated. I've been kind of like beating around the bush and people are like, why aren't you just like on tour all year long? I'm like, oh, blah, blah, blah. But anyway, the the real like magic ingredient to the success of Light Mystery is it's Francis, the drummer and um, the mascot and the rock of the band. And uh, we've talked about like, okay, what's going to happen when this 10-year experiment is over? Like, um we have a lot of options and we have a lot of interest. So, like, for instance, this year we released a feature-length film that was in theaters called That Was Awesome, White Mystery, wow. That Was Awesome, where Whoa. he directed it and I produced it. And it's a rock and roll uh, dark comedy. It's not a documentary, as some people call it. It's it's fiction with uh, live concert footage that we shot all around the world, interspliced with these, like, vignettes, for lack of a better word. Um, and you know, like they're like that was fun. We nailed it. Like, what else can we do? So once 2018 comes around, um, you know, one thing that will probably change is that we will allow ourselves to start families. Should we be interested in doing that? Um, mm-hmm. Just because another 10 years, I will probably render me unfertile, um, being on <laughs> tour at this pace, um, <laughs> and. Uh, Basically, you know, we've talked about like, okay, you know, I have a signature fuzz pedal coming out through a a pedal company, you know, speaking of like metallic fuzz and what happens here in Chicago, this company called Daredevil Pedals is making a signature Alex White, White Mystery stop box for guitar. Very cool. And uh, so it's like, yeah, so it's stuff like that where like, you know, the world is our oyster and we could kind of do anything we want. So, you know, like whether we start our, you know, a Made in America shoe line, 
which is one thing that we're like, wow, that's really lacking these days. Or um, if we go into complete seclusion, you know, who knows? That's the mystery. Indeed it is. Let me ask you this one last question. Do you feel like your music has a social message? Because I know there's a lot of punk rock coming out of that area that does push various Mm -hmm. buttons politically and socially. What is like the mission Mm. statement of White Mystery? Or is that a mystery also? (laughs) Well, the mission statement is to go where no band has gone before. That's, you know, like your mission statement is this slightly out of reach goal that you'll never be able to attain. You know what I mean? Where it's like go where no band has gone before and that that propels you forward, right? Um mm-hmm. as far as like what our kind of like you know, our tenets are, it's, you know, kicking ass, hauling ass and getting ass, which from what I understand I can say ass on this program. All day long. <laughs> oh yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> and and then thirdly, um, you know, our our whole thing, like our maybe like our, our ideology, let's say, is respect your family, love you know, respect what is it? Love your family, respect yourself and question authority. Yeah, that is a nice mission. I like family. that. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Yep. Um Good question, guys. I'm enjoying this. Awesome. Oh, I, another thing, I, I just to make yeah, me an ahead, instant fan was that uh, Alex, your first show that you said you went to by yourself was the Screeching Weasel show. So as soon as I saw that, yeah. I was like, yes, I'm in heaven. <laughs> <laughs> I was, it was my 13th birthday. How cool is that? That is when good. I That's saw, good stuff. <laughs> and as a as a side note, when my old band uh, toured Europe back in the day. We show up in this teeny tiny town called La Roca de Val in Spain, and we're playing this venue that was built. The building was from the 1500s, and it was called El Moli. And we go in there, and we're like, wow, this place is so ancient. This is so cool. I can't believe we're doing this. It's like a, a stone castle. Like, what an amazing experience. And we get inside, and they're like, yeah, your opening band is a Screeching Weasel cover band. I was like, what? You guys get that over here? Like, are you even serious? Whoa. <laughs> How cool is that? Yeah. All righty, Alex. I want to thank you so much for coming on today. We'll definitely have you on uh, Musical Osmosis next year once we get our schedule banged out. Why don't yes, you tell please. everybody where we can find you and what you're working on? All right. Well, the best way to find White Mystery on the internerd is whitemystery.com. If you're a Facebook user, go ahead and go to facebook.com backslash white mystery band, which is what we're called. And if you're an Instagram user, you will be delighted by the images of our travels and pretty soon Japan on Instagram. It's at band. Very nice. All right. Safe travels to Japan. And we're going to end the show with some double dragon. Bye, guys. Thank you. Take care. Take care. Thank you, Alex. Bye.